So when you told me you were doing this show, like I hadn't gotten past the first scene. I turned it off. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I, we're just going to use that as an intro, by the way. We're here. here. It's going. I'm it's going. Tyler. I'm Danny. Alex, how do you do? Alex is back. Oh, we're so excited. We're going to be talking about Eat today. The bigger news is Alex is back in the studio with us. Yes. And unlike the first couple times, he's smoking weed again. So yeah. <laughs> they're back on the wagon. 13 years back later. Back on the wagon. So we're going to start off the way we always do and start hitting our green hits. I know that I brought some hash plant joints for you guys. Thank you. Uh, a bit more indica heavy being hash. Afghani strain, of course. All the classic things with when you hear hash plant that goes with it. So enjoy that, guys. Thank you. Danny, what did you... What's this again that I'm about to light up? Yeah, no problem. So I brought over a joint of Venomant OG. And this one is a cross of Poison OG and Rare Dankness number one strains. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the THC, it averages anywhere between 18 to about 23%. I think this is probably closer to 23%. The effects, it says that you'll feel mostly a body high, euphoric, it's relaxing. You might feel a little sleepy, and it is uplifting. The flavors are some diesel, lemon, pine, and you get a little bit of a skunky flavor. And the aromas are citrus, diesel, earthy, pungent, skunky, and woody. This hash plant's testing at about 27%. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I think we got them from the same shop here in town, so nice. Greener pastures? Yeah, dude. Good place, good place. I'm liking that place. Whenever I can get my ass up there. But, you know, that rarely happens (laughs) because I'm lazy. And COVID's only made me lazier. Yeah, it's understandable, dude. Sweatpants 2020. That's right. (laughs) Oh, shit. Let's start fucking smoking on these a little bit heavier. And we will get into the guts and bolts. Find out who and what went into this movie. Guts and bolts. All right, so a little inside baseball just because I had to do a save as we were going in between segments. But the raw audio, I always make sure is labeled raw. So I just had to put in eat raw, which I think I see way too often at work anyway, considering where we work. But <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Guts and bolts, who and what went into it. And I'll start off with a spoiler free setup quote-unquote aging actress finds herself under loads of pressure and starts to self-cannibalize. Yep. I won't go any further than that, but that's the setup. I mean, the name of the movie is Eat. Like, okay, so no spoilers. Not, not yet. Not in this section. Not yet. Okay. We'll get there. We'll yeah. tell you when the spoilers are good, okay. but not quite yet. That's what we're working with. Danny, who and what went into this? All right, so this week, our director, writer... Editor and the music was composed by Jimmy Weber. So this is his directorial debut for a motion picture. Now, he's done a couple of shorts prior to this, uh, most notably the short Incubator, The Gatekeepers, Dreamscapes, and Deadline 2, Wrong Number. And uh, he's done some visual effects on some films as well. So he's got his hands on a little bit of everything in terms of filmmaking. All right. So along with Jimmy, we have cinematographer John Stevenson. And John is known for being the DP on the shorts, uh, Dreamscapes and Incubator. He's also the DP on Beautiful, Then Gone, which is a video documentary short, and the short Invaders. All right, the special effects was done by Monster Makeup Effects. This was produced by Annie Baker. The production company on this was Pretty People Pictures. There's a few distributors 
So in Germany, Mad Dimension helped with the 2015 DVD and Blu-ray release. Monster Pictures in Australia helped with the 2015 DVD release. Nuta Films in Sweden helped with the DVD release in 2015. And Xeno Pictures in Belgium helped with all media in 2016. And the release date I have is July 5th, 2014 at the Neuchâtel International Fantastic Film Festival in Switzerland. We can go ahead and move into the cast. We've got Maggie Maddox. She plays the role of Novella McClure. And she's been in such things as the short film Bouquet of Consequence. She was also a part of The Ridiculous Six. You might have seen her in Dear Eleanor, where she played Marilyn Monroe. She was also in The Unlikely Good Samaritan. All right, we have Allie Francis, who plays a role of Candace. Mm. And this is her only film credit. All right, we have Jeremy Make, who plays a role of Dr. Simon. He's been in such films as Suburban and the film Inc., and he was a director of a documentary called Cart Across America. It's pretty interesting, where I think he rode a golf cart across the United States, asking people questions. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. All right. We have Dakota Pike plays the role of Tracy. This is her only film. Did you see credit. her given name? Yeah, yeah. Lamas. She's Lorenzo Lamas's daughter. Yeah. And her first role was on Renegade. It's pretty wild. Wait, who's Lorenzo Lamas again? Uh, <laughs> Star of Renegade, the show yeah. about a bounty hunter 90s, back in the nineties. Yeah. Right, right, okay. Yeah, I believe like that's his. I think she was his stepdaughter. Mm. Um, but yeah, she was also in like that reality TV show about the Lamases as well. Oh, okay. Lorenzo Lamas actually. So the reason I know Renegade isn't because I watched it back in the nineties. Oh, like I, I remember it being on. <laughs> I remember it being on because I watched enough TV yeah. back then. But what was it? Just a few years ago. They did Joe Schmo Show Volume 3. Oh, nice. Um, it was like 10 years after the original Joe Schmo Show, which was like a take on reality TV where... I remember that. Shit. It was kind of like the Truman Show where there was only one real guy and everybody else was actors and he thought he was on a reality was show. pretty interesting. Yeah. So they did that again, except the competition wasn't like a house. It was like a reality show where they were trying to become like an apprentice to like a dog, the bounty hunter type oh characters. And they had a stunt character and it was Lorenzo Lamas because he used to be that on Renegade and it's supposed to be like, well, he's trying to restart his career. So we have a show about bounty hunters. So we're going to have Renegade Jesus. show up and see if he can win. Like that's pretty funny, dude. <laughs> Wait, before Renegade, he was in something else, right? I'm sure he was. I couldn't tell you exactly what, but it's but nobody, interesting. He's a renegade, so. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, the last person I have credited in the film is Maru Garcia. She plays the role of Isha, and this is her only film credit as well. So that pretty much rounds out our cast and crew. You gave us a brief synopsis or a setup of what this film entails. Definitely have to give some warnings before you get yourselves involved with this one. Yeah. There's some violence, not much, but there is some violence. It's mostly like self-harm. Yeah. Well, yes, self-harm. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some uh, genital stuff. (laughs) Standard violence. We're making it sound kind of worse than it is, but like... Gunplay, you could say. I already said that it involves self-cannibalization, right? So that's in play along with some pretty gnar special effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some really good practical effects. Really good chewing. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of what you're getting at, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a Lang- little bit of language. Yeah, not much. I mean, you know, your occasional F-bombs here and there. but Yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. 
Wow, we sort of just breezed through that section. I know, right? <laughs> that normally doesn't happen, but this is an indie film, so it definitely helps. Did, uh, you might have said it, and I might have just been looking at Lorenzo Lama's shit. But <laughs> do, did we actually have a budget on this, or was there one listed? No. I was trying uh, what, to guess when I was watching what I What I figured out by doing a little research is it was mostly funded from the producer, the director, and I think the cinematographer, so super low budget. Okay. And I'll kind of get into that in the next section. Okay, because I was going to guess at most two million. Oh no, not even close. Yeah, like it's way lower than that. I would say like a couple. No, I don't even say that much. Probably just a couple ten grand here and there. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now that would also make sense. That would also make sense. Yeah, I would say if I had a guess and put a number on it, I would ballpark somewhere in the fifty to hundred thousand tops. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It's a great movie let's, for 50 grand. Right? Well, let's just get into the next section where we're getting to spoilers. We can just talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> and we'll see how this made us squeal. <laughs> Hell yeah. How does that make you squeal? All right. We were just going off a little bit and you guys all missed it. But we're doing this today. See, I heard about this movie because Danny told me that Alex couldn't make it through it. Yeah. And so let's move down the line. All right. So I, mean, I said 20 uh, minutes, right? 22 minutes? Yeah, something? something like that. I remember you had mentioned it to me at work and, you know, we'll get to the, the scene exactly. But I remember you telling me that and I was like, man, this has got me interested. Like if it's got you tapping out that early, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of curious to see what this film is about. And I made it to that scene and I was like, all right, cool. And I put it on pause and I didn't get back to it. Not because I didn't want to. I was just like, maybe this would be a good opportunity to do what we're doing today. And so the opportunity presented itself to where, you know, you were available and uh, we could talk about it. But that's how I learned about it was through you. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how I found it. I think just scrolling through Prime, I think. Yeah, possibly. You're a braver man than we are then because the last time we just scrolled through Prime, we're like... Fuck, Amazon yeah, has a lot of horror like, movies, and a lot shit. of these look like total dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I only get Prime twice a year, and like twice a year I can scroll through that. was shit. a pretty good one to land on, to put that's it that a, way. Yeah, that's a great one to fucking land on. I can't imagine on Blu-ray. <laughs> on high definition? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, fuck. How should we go into this? Like, we already said it involves this... I mean, one of my first notes is like, really? Aging? Yeah, I know, right? Because when I read the description of the movie, it's like, aging actress dealing with anxiety or whatever. I'm like, I turn on the movie and it shows her and I'm like... I know, right? Hey, it's I'm like... pretty sure she's younger than me. And I get that, like, Hollywood's a different career the path, but uh, she still looks real good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's... I, I'm still not guessing her any older than 26. I Exactly, like, 30 would be pushing it, but... You kind of get it because that's what's implied. You know, it's you're aging yourself out of Hollywood at a certain age. Mm -hmm. In her case, it's like, oh, she's in her 30s. Yep. Uh oh, here we go. Five years too late. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't help the fact, too, that she hasn't had a part in three years. So she's dealing with that as well. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's almost the part they should have focused on more. Like, yeah. she isn't getting too old because. I mean, look at Marissa Tomei. I mean, Marissa Tomei's been doing it for years and years. But you yeah, know what I'm but saying. she, like, yeah, exactly. She's still got it going on. Let's put it that way. But also that first scene. Oh fuck! The opening of this movie was awesome because I thought I put on the wrong fucking movie. <laughs> no, and no, it is really cool. It's stylish. It opens up with uh, 
Jeffree Star's Beauty Killer. So the songs, you know, it's kind of puts you in the in the mood oh, for that's right. Yeah, this like that. very I stylish. I was kind of digging that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had to look it up because I'm familiar with the name. Yeah. And I know he's been in some hot water lately. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I wonder what the video is like. I was just kind of curious. And it's not it's bad. Wild. Yeah. yeah, it's it fits perfect with the way they shot this. And yeah, the cinematographer did a really good job too. Like fantastic. They did some really cool storyboarding, animatic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they've already got a storyboarded and they can visualize how they want to do it. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. he uses these macro lenses to get these really cool shots. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of neat seeing them do some of that stuff too. Like the shot of the gun, was that macro? Uh, anything like really closed up and focused, like the toothpaste, like the toothpaste yeah. yeah, and her yeah, gargling and stuff. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Some really cool shots. Well, and also just the way she woke up and immediately got to yeah. it at like seven in the morning. I was like, oh. been there, done that. Wake like, up right before I, the alarm I, clock. I wish, I wish I had that kind of energy because it was obviously a rough night for her right beforehand too. She gets up still in her fucking party dress and all her makeup yeah. on, and I'm like. Bitch, you were out till like four in the morning and you're getting up like three hours later and going, I don't have that energy anymore. I used to be able to do that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Used Miss to. That. Used to. <laughs> Miss that shit. Dude, I think Past they did tense. a great job casting her. I did she, too. She like annoyed me. I thought she was gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then she started picking her finger and I was incredibly fucking grossed out, man. That's so awesome, man. One of the best things about this movie, it just started so simple with her picking at her finger. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I think, I mean, all of us at some point have had to get rid of something that was hanging on on the edge. Yeah. yeah. Whether you like to do it or not, like, she got we've a all big been bite. there. Yeah. <laughs> we've all been there where we've had to get rid of some little chunk that's Dude. hanging on for some reason. It's like, we can all relate to that chonga. to some extent. Yeah. And then especially when you get up to that fucking moment 20 minutes in that you guys kept talking about. I know. I'm like, what the, the arm, fuck? the zipper rip. Yeah. Cause oh fuck. Like, I flipped out and hit space bar and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch something else. I think I watched war games or something. I mean, there ends up being some good fucking special effects in some of the other gory parts in this movie. But yeah. that was probably the scene that made me cringe the hardest because, like, I've accidentally ripped a little chunk of skin down from like uh, yeah. my thumb before or like. Oh, yeah, when you're in the pool sucks. too much and you're oh, fucking... Hers was huge, though. Yeah. <laughs> or when you're in the pool too much and you fuck up your toes and then you go to rip oh, off dude. the dead skin and you accidentally rip into the new shit. And you're like, oh, oh ripping. That hurts. That's, yeah. yeah. It's painful. It was so relatable. I never see things that relatable in yeah. horror movies. And I was suddenly like, oh, so no, that's... I get it. That hurts real bad right there. That's the thing. I think they made it... Not only relatable, but realistic enough too, to where it makes you like feel it too. Oh my gosh! The like, sound. Oh God. I, I don't know if you could reproduce the sound. It's like tearing a bag of chips and underwear at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's painful, man, to see. Did she have her audition? Did Did we run into fucking Tracy before that? Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how some of that starts. Is where they get into right, it. She at gets the, up in the morning, gets ready, goes to the audition. Right. Runs into her, and they have their little back and forth. So based on Tracy's confession later in the movie, do you think Kurt butt-fucked Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. The second time I watched this, I was just like, oh yeah, I wonder if she got butt-fucked. Probably. <laughs> I wonder if she got butt-fucked twice. Did she also go out for the fucking porn? The she, anal alien set? She tends to be in almost all the casting calls that uh, <laughs> Wait, novellas that in. 
Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Anal, Anal Alien, Alien 7. 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it when I heard that. I was like, this movie just keeps getting better. Yeah, we love monologues and pornos. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> it wasn't even monologues. What was it? He's like, I love play porns. Yeah, yeah, Porn yeah. plays. It's like, that's so funny, man. But yeah, that's where the start of her neuroses start. Because she is, she's picking at herself, you know, and... It's like, oof, it's starting to get pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of foreshadowing I like in this film, too. You know, the second time through, is a little bit more obvious where Candace, she intimates at certain things in this film, like talk about shooting dudes' dicks off and stuff. But <laughs> was it second time through, it's a lot more obvious from the beginning that Candace is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time through, she seems pretty normal until some crazy shit happens. Exactly. She comes off as just like... You you're not taking her serious, right? She's just idle threats, I suppose. And it's also where you first meet Doctor Simon as well at the nightclub Mm -hmm. because they they're kind of setting that up and letting us know that those girls are just going out to get free drinks, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so that's it sets all that stuff up. After she like picks out herself, right? She's kind of bleeding on her pillow. She's going to the shower. She's kind of bleeding a little bit, and uh, yeah, that's where she has that casting assistant who's like the boyfriend of the dude and she's like I, look this is not my first that scene was fucking she calls hilarious. she calls it out right and the girl's getting all defensive she's like well you're the one's got the poor name and blah 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 yeah okay <laughs> she so had a legit, point <laughs> novella McClure, yeah novella mcclure sounds like a fucking porn star yeah yeah, yeah. And which i think it's no pun intended but it's kind of a, a novel idea is to you know create a persona and <laughs> Hers is novella, you know, give her a little bit of flair, but it does sound very porn esque. <laughs> so, anyhow, like I said, she runs into Tracy once again there. That's where she blows up at her again. Tracy looks porny. Yeah, and then she's starting to lose it. Yeah, in real she life. does. <laughs> she's starting to lose it in the car ride on the interstate, and then she does the rip. Oh, that's right. Wait, while she was driving. Yeah. And I believe she gets into that accident as well. And then we get introduced to her. Supposedly she gets in the... It, oh, yeah. The camera cuts away. She only ever says anything out loud. <laughs> she might have slammed on the brakes in time. I mean, you could argue that for sure. <laughs> but... I didn't see what kind of car she was driving. Yeah, it's just a little sedan. With how low of a budget we're talking about, and the car scenes are where you sort of start to notice it, because mm-hmm. it's obvious she's parked with a fucking screen behind her oh yeah that's 100 <laughs> percent true i love that um, and beyond that when she runs into the fucking i think it was a it something was like jeep. Jeep, or jeep or something yeah they reuse that shot later in the movie oh yeah for sure they just don't zoom in as far on it no what's funny about it is is when you get to watch some of the making of like they're doing it in these parking lots and stuff mm-hmm. where they're driving very slow and then having her react you know and they're <laughs> giggling about it the whole time too it just makes it funnier I think they did a great job. I did too. I mean, considering. Uh, it looked good. Yeah. I just, if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, then like, you know for sure. It's uh, like, okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah, so. And especially when they reuse the fucking. The van and that that whole interstate kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious. Her landlady comes over, Isha, oh, right. and the dog. So that's how you get introduced to them. I liked Isha. <laughs> she's, she's something else, man. She'd be fun to have over. I want to try her cooking. Yeah. She's like a fantastic cook. And bakery items. I think so. I want to get Isha baked and on this show. Have <laughs> <laughs> her over. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, so what it's amounting to is she's intimating that, you know, rent's due. You know, she's still waiting on the part. What, whatever. So 
once this happens, she also is like, she sees the eviction notice, you know, so that's what kind of sparks that. But uh, she starts to freak out a little bit because she's starting to spiral with all that shit mounting. Mm-hmm. And then that's where she starts to have those hungers where oh. she like bites into her hand. And then she, you know, she goes to the hospital and all that shit. And they got her on suicide watch. Uh, she admits a little bit too in that, even though she uses the peach can excuse. She says, you know, when she gets nervous, she tends to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. That's true. She's letting us know, like, that's something has to trigger her, her sensations. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, her friend Candace starts to take care of her, all that stuff. Yeah, because they're like 24-hour suicide watch. Yep. She's like, what better excuse to go to the club than <laughs> being on suicide watch? Right. Yeah. So while they're at the club. They're hanging out with those douchey dudes who wind up slipping them roofies, which we learned. We can't just skip to the roofies because first the dude is like, I kind of want to lick your cast. Yeah. (laughs) Guy's freaky. Dude's a freak. Yeah. It's like, ooh, wait. Not even like good freak. It's like, wait, do you see what's underneath all that shit? Oh, dude, caskets so fucking gnarly. Oh my gosh. The, The foot. Not even just just casting. Uh, no, yeah, it's sweaty and nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. not fun, freaky ass dude. But he's trying to catch the COVID. Yeah, and he even does like the whole, <laughs> yeah. you know, give me a, a peck on the cheek, and he goes in for it. They're like, we got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> they duck off, and that's where you run into Simon again, and he sets up the date with Novi. And mm-hmm. Candace comes out of the bathroom arguing with some bitch in the bathroom. <laughs> Just kind of funny. And they go out to the parking lot because they're dipping out on the guys and they start to feel the effects of the drinks. And then those dudes come out wanting some BJs. Right. <laughs> and then you get this wild turn, which I'm glad it happened. I wasn't expecting it. To be I wasn't honest. expecting it at all either. Because she's kind of like, you know, just go ahead and suck them. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She grabs, that scene. she grabs her pistol and blows those dudes' dicks away. It's a huge... Yeah, a spray. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> That's ball blood spray? Yeah. That had That's me, that had me shook Dick and just blood. like, oh, what? Yeah. Did that just happen? I can't recall the last time I seen a dick explode on camera. <laughs> so that was a big fucking gun. I think that was a three fifty seven Magnum. She, she had just, a hoss in her purse. probably went through the guy. Oh, yeah. There's no way they'd be wailing like that. blew his dick backwards. I'd <laughs> be the end. Uh, I like, too, like the handprint they leave on right. the car because it does get used a little bit later on in a scene, which is kind of cool. It's dark Titanic. <laughs> Dude, so, yeah, they go back home, like, in rightfully so, and in, in, to an extent, you know, novella, she's kind of, like, freaking out, like, what the fuck was that? And Candace makes... Valid points. She's like, you know, these dudes were trying to rape us. I have no problem blowing their dicks off. <laughs> <That was laughs> They're fantastic. not going to be doing that again. And I wasn't. And I wasn't disagreeing with her. You no, know, I'm point. like, you know, yeah. I mean, what they get. <laughs> I mean, it was extreme, but sometimes extreme measures. You know, both shot in the dick. Yeah, both got their dicks blasted. Man, double dick. That was blast. it. That's it. They're they're their own support group now. <laughs> They're going to have to get new ones put on. Yeah, but Candace, she's all fucked up. You know, they're both still feeling the effects. She's passing out on the bed, and Novella's starting to feel those pangs again. And she's like, I'm not feeling right. I'm not feeling well. I need to go to the hospital. 
you know, she's like, I'll take you in the morning. We'll get hamburgers, all this shit. Right. Well, she's got a little bit more hunger than what Candace was in store for because, you know, she's starting to, to visualize all that stuff again and she bites into herself. And when she wakes up the next day in the bathroom, I really like that shot. The, the overhead one? shot where you see her hair and her face covered in blood. Well, and they use different versions of that a couple different yeah. times. That's one of the neat things. Because yeah, That's you, a really cool when shot. When she first wakes up. Yeah, they do that like as that. well. Yeah, And then later on when she's tied to the fucking yeah. um, Good point. bed frame, to the fucking headboard, she wakes up with a shot like that. Except it's not right. quite the same, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah, they do a good job of, of at least keeping some of those things consistent. Mm-hmm. The blood was really good. Yeah. And then you see the effects of what happened. You're like, holy shit. There was blood everywhere. Well, yeah, because that's when she mowed down her fucking toes, right? <laughs> yeah, because she, like, dolled her feet up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, them toes is looking like a snack. <laughs> Dude, that bony toe was fucking gross. That was so disgusting. It looked like a French fry. You know, when she, when she fucking... The bottom of the bag. <laughs> When she sucked most of the big toe minus the bone off, that looked really fucking good. Just as long as you don't pay attention to the next toe over, that looked like the fakest fucking toe on (laughs) earth. (laughs) But the fucking, oh, the gnarly bone and shit. Oh, that that was so gnarly. And, you know, there's like, there's no way. I'm sorry. Like, you gnaw into your foot like that. You're just walking it off. (laughs) Yeah, there's no. (laughs) Because. Candace is gone. She leaves a note on the bed, you know, reminding her of her audition. And she drives all the way out to the audition. Right. She's all fucked up. And then that's where she goes in and gets embarrassed by those guys because she's doing a scene from a play that she was in. You know, and she she did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and they're just laughing at her, like, uh, do you do anal? (laughs) (laughs) Anal alien segment. Yeah. And, you know, she blows up. And that's pretty much like, for her, it's kind of like the final straw. I mean, that along with, like, the dick blow-off scene are two scenes you don't really see much in these kinds of movies. No. Like, usually no. they just, like, get forced to do it. Or they, like, leave, like, crying in a super sad way and don't just be like, you know what, fuck you. I'm going to throw this in your fucking face and storm out. Yeah, that, that was pretty stylish, too. Like, you know, when they're slowing that stuff down and throwing her headshots in the air and stuff like that. It's right. pretty pretty neat little shots, you know? stylized but the main guy looked like fucking he looked like a kind of young seth rogan <laughs> that's funny and it just made me think because fucking in the league seth rogan's character was dirty randy and was made porns yeah and i'm like did they just give fucking young dirty randy <laughs> perhaps <laughs> that's they should have discredited him as dirty randy and seen if anybody noticed but yeah here's right after she goes to her uh, psychiatrist visit because you know it's it's ordered for her to do that twice a week and dr simon happens to be her doctor her psych mm-hmm. and she's like oh great this is all i need my first date <laughs> do you guys see that coming uh yeah i mean maybe not right away but once you you know, like you put it together dr simon you know and then it's like okay let's if she's going to have to go see a doctor, yeah, they might as well be this him. guy that's a doctor. Several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's not bad the way they do it. It's not a bad setup. I wasn't um, positive they were going to do it after they had her meet that other psychiatrist at the hospital the first time. But when they kept hammering home that his name is simply Dr. Simon, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a pretty good chance that he's going to be it. Yeah, they're not just saying that just because. <laughs> 
But he, you know, he does what any normal doctor would do: ask out his client, uh, his yeah. patient. <laughs> you know, for, yeah, and uh, she's like, I'm like, all right. And I was thinking that the whole time too. I was like, damn, they're breaking all kinds of rules right now. Yeah. Okay, so do we believe Tracy at the end or not? Like Doctor Simon, he's already willing to break all sorts of fucking ethical codes by not just asking out one of his patients, not just yeah. asking out. A suicidal patient. Well, see, I think there's but a patient that he specifically selected. Yeah, because yeah. he had met her before and fancied her. Fancied her. <laughs> yeah, no, this is kind of like a great excuse. It's like I get to pick. This is perfect. So, like, he's not a good guy. No, I mean, <laughs> I think it's ambiguous enough too, where you can look at it both ways. Honestly, like, yeah, that's if it's his game, he's got a smooth game going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, but if not, then he's just, you know, he's just a overly nice dude who's bending the rules because <laughs> he likes this girl. Yeah, because when he calls her later before he gets off, him just saying those things seems like it immediately convinces Novi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we're supposed to feel convinced, too. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, dude is like clearly oh, anybody not ethical. Lying. Like, yeah, I am way more believing Tracy right now. Well, I think that's where... You, that's where that argument can be valid because he is breaking these rules or bending them. So who's to say that he's not still playing this game? You know, like, no, no, don't listen to her. She's a liar. But is she? Yeah, She's right. a really good liar if she was lying. Is that, <laughs> she sounded real yeah. to me. Yeah, because I, it comes back to pay, you know, like pay dividends, I suppose. But this whole point is her encounters. Like, they're having tacos. They're talking about her friend Candace and their encounter with the dudes and all that crazy shit. And then he's like, you know, uh, do you want to have a dinner date that night? Like, all right, whatever. Cool. Sounds great. She goes back home and Candace is like, she's all basically right. like saying, are you right from last night? You got sick. <laughs> you know, it's like locked yourself in the bathroom. Wouldn't let me in. She knew something was up. Fucking that's the other thing. Like Candace started to piss me off right there. Cause I was like the night before I kind of understand you passing out. Cause yeah. you were roofied. Like, you guys probably shouldn't have went out to the bar in the first place. Exactly. Considering you were supposed to have her on suicide watch. Is this the part where she says she's going to rinse her foot later? She's going to go on the date? She's like, are you going to watch that? She's like, I'll do it later. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, she's using it as an excuse. Well, well she was playing footsie with the fucked up yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. It, the th- this is so freaking The gross. thing that I liked, it was kind of a, a stupid fucking line. But it's like, all right, there's at least they're still being clever with the line deliveries in here. Is where is Novi's talking about her date with Simon and all that shit. And she's like, yeah, even he agrees, you know, I shouldn't act anymore. And she's like, are you just going to do whatever Simon says? Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> I great. Laughed a little bit that too. <laughs> I was like, damn, I shouldn't be, but I did. But then, yeah, my very next note was like, her fucking foot, yo. <laughs> her foot was, oh, that was so gross, man. But that's, but in the morning, oh, like, God damn. Candace has slept off the roof, roofie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her friend's still supposed to be on 24-hour suicide watch. Yeah, she And you can't out. open the door. It's crazy, man. You know, I and think instead, that... you're just like, yo, peace, I'm going to leave a note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever you do under there, don't kill yourself. <laughs> Dude, that gory foot, I think, yeah. was one of the best was, gory feet so I've too. ever seen in a movie. It was so really fucking good. gnarly. There was pus? Yeah. You know, she's getting all dolled up. Wet-ass pussy. Oh. <laughs> Dude, Gorefoot. What and pus- and pussy? That's the name of a metal band. Gorefoot? Gorefoot. <laughs> that would be a good Gorefoot. <laughs> I put, uh, 
she takes a, a nibble out of her foot before she goes on the date because it, it does that transition shot from her biting and then pulling back and it's like an onion That's right. from a burger or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, that was gross. But it was a good transitional <laughs> shot. I like that. The onion ring. Yeah, the, you know, they're they're having like a really nice dinner. He asked her about dessert. He's like, it's life-changing. Can you trust me? Right. That could be another thing too. Yeah. You know? I don't know. He's... It could be a control thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sold by Dr. I don't, yeah, I don't think, yeah. Doctor, I don't think he's I 100% think as innocent as he looks. I think Tracy had a really truthful moment in that fucking office. She's like, damn, this bitch is following me everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think she gave away his entire game. Right, yeah. Yeah, he even says, like, the poem on the wall, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he even says his own fucking office isn't even his. He's yeah. just fucking yeah, rolling right. town to town doing this shit. He could be just a random dude. He might not dude. Even be a fucking doctor. <laughs> he was a good liar, too. <laughs> See, yeah. It would lend its hand to, like, the Hollywood, you know, stigma, too, with mm-hmm. these flaky fucking people. Line. Yeah, so it's like, uh, maybe, I'm starting to lean a little bit more into, like, he might have been a creep. Probably was. Yeah, probably was. He's clean cut though. Yeah, I mean, best case scenario, he was the he's Ted Bundy, a good guy that's willing. <laughs> best case scenario, he's a good guy that's willing to be super fucking unethical just to fucking bed this chick. Yeah, it's like, like I said, extreme measures, man. <laughs> so when they, have we uh, got to the part where they slept together yet? Oh, uh, that's kind of leading into because okay, he invites yeah. her back and he's baking cookies. That's the whole point for the dessert. And, and they get the cookie. Yeah, they did the, the whole. Did look pretty good. Yeah, it did. I was like, damn, they do look banging. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was that, still grossed out then. I think from the onion ring part. <laughs> <laughs> I was half expecting the cookie to be fucking drugged until he just yeah. split one. Yeah, and they're like, okay, okay. There's the trust thing too. So it's probably still a little bit ploy, but you got to give her a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> But that leads to them, yeah, having their their lovemaking session. And throughout that scene, you know, he's like unbuttoning her and he's like, damn, what the fuck, baby girl? (laughs) Because that's when you see her tits are all gnawed off and stuff. I couldn't believe that scene. (laughs) That's like, damn, not the scene I was wanting, but maybe the scene we needed. So that would be... Agate nipples? (laughs) When I saw that, I'm like, oh, so that's the aftermath of her getting a bit raunchy with the chick from Tokyo Gore Police <laughs> with the mouth. Yeah. Oh it's like God. the exact opposite. <laughs> so gnarly, man. Yeah, I'll put it down. It's just her bloody tits nightmare. <laughs> and then that was fucking oh, that so when she woke up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Her foot's all still fucked up. All right, now oh, that I have out. a hard time believing this, right? Yeah. That you're getting down with this girl, as fine as she is, you're gonna notice all of her, especially that gangly ass foot. <laughs> you're gonna notice <laughs> A donkey foot. <laughs> or donkey club. And not only is it all fucking gangrenous and Ooh, shit, like, but she's got her fucking hair ties as uh, the fucking tourniquet right above it. Oh, Jesus, man. That's right. That fucking Which, foot's got to go. I thought that was pretty clever that they showed her using those. Yeah, like no. a tourniquet. I, I totally agree. That's like an extra touch that you normally that don't nice get. a little touch. Yeah, I, I do like that, man. But you're going to notice that when you're fucking that chick. Oh, for sure. Uh, You're doing stuff with the feet. What happened to that foot? (laughs) I mean, you know, he's he's like, fuck it, man. (laughs) I'm not fucking that. Dirty. (laughs) That is dirty. I don't Uh, want to put it in that hole. Yes, I'm gonna put my dick anywhere near your foot. (laughs) (laughs) Like I ain't in the feet anyway. Open sores and open wounds, but naked. Yeah. Do you think Tarantino would still like that foot? Uh, Probably. I think so. (laughs) 
Uh, there's a couple people. I'm not going to mention them. I'll mention them off air. But <laughs> anyhow, she does her walk of shame right afterward, and she runs into Isha and Isha and the dog Jethro. She's like, uh, he gets jealous when we talk about uh, grandchildren. <laughs> you know, and she's like, you know, maybe it is time for me to start having kids. And Candace is there. You know, she shames she's her. Adorable. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She's funny, man. She's good-hearted. She's just a little goofy. I wish she was my landlord. She, she'd be fun, man. Uh, Especially because I'd fucking pay her. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a pay job. Her. I ain't trying to be an actor. <laughs> like I so said, you get her to cook you dinner, you bake her cookies, whatever. And uh, yeah, Candace is in there inside, and they're talking about you know her date and all that stuff. And Okay, well, okay, okay. They kind of okay, make yeah. up a little bit. They do. And she's like, you know, I talked to the person at my salon. She's like, there's an opening if you want it, you know, whatever. And uh, she's also like... You know, she's like, I, I promise if anything happens between you and Simon, I'm going to mess him up. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, so she's she's setting that in motion. Like, she's not fucking around. She really means it. And then that's when she goes back because they're supposed to have a lunch date. Mm-hmm. And then she runs into Tracy at the office. And, you know, I think there is there is some truth in what she's saying. Maybe not 100%, but there's enough to well, back Tracy's her plans. Tracy's immediately like, I didn't know you tried to kill yourself. Yeah. She's like, what? And it's like, well. That's all Dr. Simon sees. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Uh, it's no coincidence that we're both here. Yeah. And that's, that's when, when she's she, like, uh, I do it all. Everything you say that I do, I do I, it. I do it. She's like, they just use me. I feel disgusted by myself. And, you know, she, she's like, you fucking whore, you slut, you liar. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I understand. Oh, that's like, right. She blows yeah. up, that dude. That was great. And then she has scene. another freak out moment on the interstate and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when they reuse the yeah <laughs> the jeep footage. Yep. The chicks can swear back at each other faster than man. I can speak. As I soon talk that fast. As soon as she gets through the door of her apartment, whatever, she goes to gnaw town on her arm. Like she oh is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she got mad munchies. <laughs> and Candace finally comes in and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And knocks her out. She's like blacked out. And then out. yeah, she comes to and they. I like those shots they do, like of her tied up on the bed and all that stuff with the lampshade. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's pretty cool. It took me a minute to like, what? Is it? Oh, I was like, oh, damn, that's the lampshade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just fucking funny as shit. She's like, you know, what's wrong with you? What is making you do this? And some of it she's admitting to, and then the other half she's like trying to throw it back at Candace. You know, like, yeah. It's like, no, there's something wrong, awfully wrong. And then she tells Candace about Simon and what happened. She's like, oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, she leaves the phone with her just in case, you know, like she's going to use it. In the lampshade, right? Yeah, just throws funny. it in there. So she goes off to take care of whatever she's going to take care of. A little bit later on, she gets the phone call from Simon, and she's like, you know, you're using me. She's like, probably don't even think I'm pretty, whatever. And he's like, no, Tracy's a liar. It's just you two and some other 50-year-old lady. that You're my only three clients. <laughs> you know, and then he's like, oh, wait a minute. Someone's here. I got to answer this. She's like, uh, oh, no. She's putting it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wait, Do you think you could unlock a phone with your face like she was doing? I like to find out. <laughs> Slide it over with your nose? I don't think I can do my password. Yeah, Slides I, it over. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you got enough neck, neck muscle, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy'd be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got that old chicken neck. <laughs> yeah, the, the phone call ends abruptly. When she comes back to again, Candace has returned with a dinner snack, right? She thinks that she's a cannibal, which she's not that. wrong. <laughs> I, f- 
fucking love that that she misunderstands what she's going through and she's yeah. just like well here you go that's like some body really dark comedy there you know and it's yes. for all the wrong reasons but it's still good and she's like no but then she breaks out of her restraints like she's like fuck this nonsense this has gone she too got far out of there way too easy yeah, yeah that's did. what i was thinking <laughs> i'm like you could have done that way earlier <laughs> yeah exactly but you know we wouldn't get the same payoff and then holy what the fuck ending dude yeah it it turns i mean i think it's implied a little bit that candace is probably in love with uh, mm-hmm. novella and she's you know she's well before even before that too Isha is hearing all that racket and Candace answers and she's like, Yeah, I'm away, bitch. I'm coming in. And then <laughs> she gets right. blown away. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. And then that's when it flips. Yeah, she hands Novella the gun and she's like, you know, I've I've loved you, I've always loved you. Novella shoots her, kills her. And then in her confusion and all that stuff, she goes to the kitchen, gets herself a knife, yeah. stabs herself in the heart, pulls it out, takes a bite, and she's smiling. As she fades away. That was really cool. But that last sequence made me wonder how much of this movie... Like, I don't think that's real. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah. And it makes me wonder how it much of the like, rest of this movie it, it, might be... In her mind, perhaps. In her mind, or... I it mean, could be obviously allegory, the yeah. whole thing's slightly allegory for it like dealing with anxiety and that sort of thing. And Absolutely. not getting the help that you need. And Yeah, exactly. Eating um, your own heart and titties. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you a snack. <laughs> but how much of it might not have happened the way we see it, I guess? Yeah, because who's really the narrator here? Yeah, I guess it turns her into a bit of an unreliable narrator for me. So right. I'm suddenly wondering, like, I kind of, there's a part of me that wonders if Candace actually exists. You could you could mm. make the argument for that, especially know? with the weird way that last scene plays out. And you could say that she might be a little bit schizophrenic, or you know, because she has like these split moments where she's visualizing herself eating herself and then she's doing it, but you don't know how much of that is psychosis or what have you. Just being blonde. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and Candace gets more extreme the more anxiety. Mm-hmm that Novi's feeling it ramps up but it's not always like she doesn't always have reason to like she's not always involved with things but if Novi's tuned up then she's suddenly tuned up too yeah and she seems to be like i don't know like her almost like her worst impulses or something yeah I, you could say that like you know she's feeding off this other maybe like a personality of herself you know splendid image whatever but what I really enjoyed about this film is you don't always get to see, you know, like a really pretty girl put in a situation where it's a body horror mm-hmm. <laughs> and as gnarly as this mm-hmm. and as stylized as it is as well. It, it's not necessarily dark. I mean, it gets dark. It's colorful. But yeah, it, colorful. the color palette is it goes against the, the conventions. And I like it for that, too. It's, it's more of a stylized horror film. Body horror. Yeah. Super gnarly. The special effects... There's this lady, Midian Crosby. She's the one who's like the lead in the monster makeup effects crew. Mm -hmm. And man, she did a really fantastic job. There's like her and three other makeup artists who pretty much, you know, did the prosthetics and the makeup and blood and all that stuff. So that was gross. Did a really good job, dude. Yeah. If Candace isn't just a part of her imagination, I do wish that they would have explained her obsession with Novi's career a little bit better. Yeah. Like, she has a little bit in the fucking monologues that they have back and forth at each other when they're having the argument, but 
it's not enough to explain exactly the reason she keeps pushing her friend into something that she knows <laughs> now is absolutely causing her extreme anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And she's doing it just so what she can say that she has a movie star friend. Yeah. It's like, I couldn't do it, but my friend did. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about like, see the budget and yeah, I you mean, know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, it'd be cool to, to see things a little bit more fleshed out just because I think it would give it a little bit more depth, you know, but nonetheless, it's it's still entertaining enough. What it made me think about a little bit, you know, as it was progressing, is it's like it, it reminds me of like maybe a sister film of Starry Eyes. I was I wrote down Starry Eyes in my maybe notes. a little bit of Raw, you know, stuff like that. But I think a little bit more of Starry Eyes, a little bit more of like a companion piece with it. I almost wish that like all of those filmmakers would just get together Dude. and make. <laughs> Like a movie that was almost a combination of the two. Yeah, because mm. they both do a good job of kind of highlighting, you know, the stress and the struggle and all that stuff. And they're using both female characters in this particular storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it both involves body horror. And they both get pretty gnarly. Even though Candace goes off the deep end, I liked her a lot better than the friends in Starry Eyes. Yeah, friends the friends in Starry, Starry Eyes was just terrible. Douches, man. <laughs> they were super horrible. But... Yeah, it it reminded me of it in a good way. It wasn't like they were the same film. They just, they had enough in common where they felt like, like I said, they were companion pieces. But yeah, I enjoyed this one, man. It was kind of cool sticking through it after that, you know, 15, 20 minutes of hearing like, oh, this film's about to get fucking gnarly. Yeah. You don't know exactly how gnarly. When it does, it's like, oof. <laughs> you know, it hits, man. It hits pretty good. But then watching like behind the scenes and seeing how they pull it off and you know, of course, it dampens it, but it still makes you appreciate the art and how they do pull it off. Oh wait! So before we started, you guys were saying that there's an after credit scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stick gosh, around yeah. after the credits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So after she eats her heart and all that stuff, and it appears she's passed away. After all the credits have rolled, Jethro is in the kitchen, gnawing at her foot, the fucked up foot. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and, and he uh, gets a piece. Yeah, yeah. He's like ripping. <laughs> chewing you're like oh that's what happened to jethro like a little chicken tender or something because you know when isha comes in she doesn't have the dog with her right but they let you know what happened to the dog the dog's still there it's that same foot too that yeah yeah foot. the fucking i mean <laughs> oh yeah the french fry foot <laughs> it's it's better than him still nipping at his own lack of balls yeah yeah <laughs> he's gone crazy since his balls are gone has um, this um director done anything else since then it's been like five years right well they filmed this. This is interesting uh, because I sent you a, a link to it. There's a, a really cool, like, 15-part. It spans anywhere between, like, three minutes to about nine minutes. And they do it over the course of 15 days, right? So they shot this film from March 18th through April 3rd, 2013. It was all filmed in Denver. And oh, I make parts in Aurora. They felt newer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2013? Um, yeah, you know, it didn't get released, I think, until 2015. But yeah, like a super independent film. This was the guy's first, you know, major film, right? Like I said, he, he helped fund it with the producer and the cinematographer and some, I think, a couple of friends or what have you. Um, so it goes straight to video. Yeah, like they just, they entered it at film festivals, you know. and That's right. You know, some some distributors picked it up, mostly overseas, which is cool to see you know mm-hmm. let you know there's a market for it but um yeah man it was it was really cool seeing that like the first like i've got a couple of notes i'm not gonna have to go through all of them but what i found interesting 
is like the very first day they had all this shit planned out months in advance, right? So they knew mm-hmm. what they needed to get done. But fifteen uh, percent of the script was shot in the first day. It was mostly like the club scenes with uh, Candace and Novi and Simon and what have you. And uh, at the same time, the special effects crew was already like prepping her leg for certain oh. scenes. Mm. Yeah, and they said that the first take of the entire shoot is in the final film. Mm. So he didn't like to do too many takes unless there was like little hiccups where he was trying to piece, you know, certain yeah. certain parts together. But he said typically just. One or two takes, and he's be ready. Well, that's fast. And you kind of have to, I guess, in this situation too. You know, he's got a, a time. They only no have money. so much budget, yeah, mm-hmm. lack thereof. So it's kind of neat, man, seeing that. Look, uh, I think especially Novi was well cast, but there are times when the level of casting shows through. Oh, no um, doubt. If this isn't the best mm-hmm. acted, movie. no, like say it was mostly people he used in mm-hmm. shorts in the surrounding Denver area, you know, just those guys in the friends. Bar yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty gnarly. I think the guy who, uh, winds up like kissing Novi at the bar. Yeah. He was in his short, I think it was incubator. Okay. What I mentioned earlier. Yeah. So he used a couple of different people from certain things he used before. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the guys, but yeah, it was kind of neat seeing how they were pulling off certain shots, certain scenes, how they were, Usually, like on time, or they you know finished a little bit early, so you know they they all pulled their weight. It was kind of neat to see the the whole process. So if you're interested, there was like like I said a 15 part, and it doesn't last any longer than nine minutes, and at the shortest like three minutes here and there. So mm-hmm. it's a good little view into uh, how they shot the film and pulled off some of the stunts, and yeah, it's pretty cool. It was, re- it was really neat to see that. Did they, did they talk about the bitten off titties? <laughs> uh, they showed a little bit, yeah. Like they show. <laughs> Her, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Maggie, the, mm-hmm. the actress, like with the prop, you know, and she's like, damn, <laughs> like this is <laughs> fucked up, you know. And somebody has that prop somewhere, yeah. There, I would imagine they're, uh, I would imagine usually the studios keep their own props, you know, for certain films, but it'd be neat to get your hands on some of that stuff. <laughs> you would have to keep that covered or somebody came over. I could just like put a bra on it. <laughs> It's like Mir Glenn yeah. with roasted garlic. Oh man, it turned into a lamp. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So, uh, kudos to them. Like I said, knowing all this after the fact, because going into, it, I had really no clue of who made it, what the whole production was like. It would seem like it would have a higher budget, considering some of the shots they pulled off. But yeah. some of like the club scenes and the the stylized scenes, they were shooting in like parking garage and like his carport and stuff like that so they were just using certain backdrops and one thing i learned i thought this is really cool for people who are kind of nerdy like me they said there's a technique they used called lens whacking it's where where you kind of get this dreamy hazy kind of feel where like when she's waking up in bed and she's got the the lampshade on and she's kind of coming into he said what they do is they pull the lens off a little bit and just kind of rotate it around and it gives you that effect like really partially kind of yeah like look dreamy yeah so that was like all right that's kind of neat man and uh the first time he ever used a dolly shot the Mm. director was on this film he's like normally they just use like you know setup stuff but it was funny the guys who were setting up the dolly say this is what it's like to be in the big leagues <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so you could tell they were all having fun and everybody got along well and uh yeah it'd be kind of neat to see if he gets his hands on some more projects i know i think uh, like right after this he was in the process of writing another script and he said he wanted to of course to be different from this 
So yeah, it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, his name's on the radar now. It's yeah, just... dude. It's. I'd say, man, if you're if you're a fan of those films we mentioned earlier, like Starry Eyes and Raw and things like that, I think you you'd probably be at home with this film. Clueless. I think it'd it be a good movie to get other people's reaction, just to experience yeah, it, that. Oof. I think you could just experience that one scene to see like what a person's. Because yeah, because that is one of the more relatable things I've seen. It's in... so visceral too. It's just like oh, it'd be fun my on God. the big screen. That'd be so fun. Right? Just oh, oh man. the whole theater would shout. I bet. Fuck. <laughs> Why? Somebody would throw up. No, Somebody I would th- throw up in the. I think this is a that? really, really good party film for that fact alone. Like somebody might pass out from that. Yeah, if you have a a big group of friends, and you know, if they're into horror, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, this would be a good one okay, just for reactions. Yeah, just tell them like we're going to check this film out, and then film the reaction, <laughs> and then do it in reverse. You know. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Just... So that's that kind of shit like that, man. Yeah, just like biting fingernails growing up and stuff like that. I don't do that anymore. But there's times where, yeah, you pick and you rip and you're like, oh, God. Pick and rip. <laughs> you're like, oh, I did a little bit too far. Yeah, and this goes would... to the extreme. And I then think there's it's... times you're like, but there's no going back. I got to finish it. Yeah. <sighs> and it makes you wonder, too, like, you know, how many people actually, not to this extreme, of course, but like the self cannibalizing thing. We all do it to an extent. I mean, there's even with bookers. Other... <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't there some other pretty good horror movies about self-cannibalization? Yeah, 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 there sure is. I wonder, now I'm curious, I want to watch, we touch on a lot of cannibal stuff. It's been a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been. Yeah, we were doing a lot of cannibal stuff at one point. (laughs) But, you know, it's an interesting topic, especially when it comes to this, where it's it's self-involved as opposed to eating others. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a first for me. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's super gnarly, man. Are you going to try now? Definitely get not. Get a little bit of that toe. <laughs> yeah, just like, I don't fry it up. This I can't one. even get my toe to my face. <laughs> it's so far All away. All the more reason. Chop it off. <laughs> Tracy can. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. So it's it just makes me think about certain things like that. Some people pick at themselves and gnawing at themselves. Like, yeah, I think yeah. I would own this movie just to get reactions from everybody I know. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, and, uh, I think it'd be good training if you're going to be a paramedic or a firefighter <laughs> to watch this and get comfortable with gore. I think that's a good point, man. Because those guys have to pick up people off the freeway and parts and gain green toes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chewies. Yeah, you know, see, the fun thing too is they they can go home in a way knowing that this is just a film, but shit like that exists in real life, dude. Yeah. If you want to go further, <laughs> fuck. Thanks, Alex, for letting us know this film exists. Yeah, yeah, it was fun, fantastic. Man. It was a lot of fun. Are you um, happy that you finally finished it? Yeah, I am. I'm glad. <laughs> like, I would definitely watch something from that nice, director dude. again. You know? Yeah, like I said, he did a great job in knowing that this is his debut. Like, yeah. Hopefully, someone gives him a chance. Like, I'm proud I got through that fucking gore. I'm probably going to listen to Beauty Killer at least one more time this week. Yeah, week. that was pretty dope, dude. That whole opening was really good. That was ah, that was a really really good yeah, opening. I really like that. This movie's a lot better than it should have been for how little of a movie it is mm-hmm. yeah and like i said it's it's a credit to everybody involved with the, the production and yeah it's shows also i'm still just tickled pink about the fact that we went from blood feast into eat i know man how gnarly is that yeah we went from the first splatter gore film into like a super gnarly version of that yeah well and they're just both about eating bodies and it's i've seen great. blood feast just feasting. 
Just feasting. On parts. <laughs> I, it's not bad. The gore effects are really fucking good. Yeah, that's a party movie for a whole different reason. Yeah. Like uh, mystery science. Ishtar. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to Blood Feast. We put it out last week. Yeah, for sure. Do we have anything else to say about this movie? We done with Eat? Um, it's not a very long movie. It's, it's like, not. Hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. It's worth a watch. Worth a watch. Especially right. after the credits. I gotta go fucking watch that now, yeah. just so I can go fucking see that foot one more time, apparently. Not gonna be my pow- proudest fat, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a there. leg, too, and there's a little leg. Yeah, yeah you get to little, see it. She shows a little leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, in order to listen... We haven't decided on next week, have we? haven't, we? not yet. All right, well, in order to listen to whatever we end up doing next week, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. That'd be super cool. If you could rate and review us however you're listening to us now, that would also be awesome, because algorithms and computer shit and podcasts and streaming and get us out there. That'd be great. Mm. You can always head over to our website, www.friedsquirms.com. Uh, while you're there, you can check out our entire back catalog. Contact us through the website or by emailing us, squirmcast at gmail.com. And also, while you're at the website, if you click the links up at the top, we are part of the Earworm Podcast Network. Go check out the other shows over on the network. Listen to me talk about nerdy shit over on General Nerdery. Listen to my co-host from there. Go talk about even nerdier shit, but in the war realm. Mixing Warhammer with War Treatises and Belagarth over on the Art of War Gaming. Other shows to come. We're trying to work throughout all this fucking COVID shit, but other things have been recorded, just a matter of when we actually get to drop them. So in order to keep up with when that happens, go to earvrim.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. That'll be the easiest way to keep up on all of the shows across the network and as it continues to grow. Oh, search for us, Fried Squirms, across all the social networking. We're there. We're there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, once again, we like your suggestions and your film recommendations. And if you're in the indie scene and you're a filmmaker, need some eyeballs on those films, let us know. We're always up for the challenge. I think that's about it. We got to figure out what we're going to do next week. Yeah, I got to figure out what I'm going to eat. Yeah, so we're going to go do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tyler. I'm Danny. Donkey. Fried squirms? Out. Out. Eat? (laughs) Eat?